welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, self-awareness and the unknown. A great deal of what we experience in this life is unknown. Part of that is because the future is entirely unknown to us. You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. You might have plans. In fact, I kind of like making plans myself. I have ideas. I have things I'd like to be doing here. However, a lot of the things that'll get us from point A to point B, now to then, are unknown. They're going to be full of things that we didn't expect, things are going to happen that we weren't looking for, and they could be good, they could be bad, or they might just be and leave us kind of scratching our heads going, what? What just happened there? When you find yourself feeling a certain way and you just can't put your finger on it, chances are that's a result of the uncertainty that comes from the unknown. Much of what happens around us is unknown. On top of that, we have very little understanding of other people and what they're thinking and feeling because no matter what they share with us, there's nobody inside anybody else's head but them, just like there's nobody in your head but you. I am the only one in my head, heart, and soul. I'm the only one looking out of these eyes at the screen, at whatever I'm looking at in this world, and I'm the only one processing it. Nobody else is in here with me. I'm it. That applies to you too. Because of this fact, many of the great unknowns of life, the uncertainties, the challenges, the questions, all the unpredictable outcomes can just be terrifying in some respects or just unknown and weird and who knows. Oftentimes we find ourselves looking for answers, and what's even more frustrating is sometimes they aren't coming. It's not easy to find an answer to whatever the question is. Hell, sometimes you don't even know the proper question. You ask about life, the universe, and everything, and they tell you it's 42. But they didn't tell you the question, did they now? The outcome to anything and everything that you do tends to be utterly unknown because there are factors you just can't control. You have no control over the environment. You have no control over other people. You have very little control over how something's going to play out, especially because no matter how perfectly you plan it, circumstances can and will arise that are going to throw you off. However, you can recognize, acknowledge, and consciously choose your approach to everything that you do. This is a big part of where we can employ self-awareness to handle the great and many unknowns of the world. Let's be honest. As of this recording, there is some crazy unknown going on in the world right now. Don't even get me started on this ridiculous election going on here in the United States. I mean, just whatever. I'm not even going to go into this, okay? Let alone our current government and their large swaths of inaction because that seems to be what they think is more important than actually governing the people. Don't get me started on what's going on in the world theater and the craziness of Putin and the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I mean, it's there's so, so much, and it's all so deeply unknown. And that can wear into your personal being. 
And when you're looking at other uncertainties, like whether or not you can avoid COVID, whether you can avoid the flu, how you're going to handle those interactions with certain people you don't like, how you're going to handle interactions with people you do like but are in a bad mood, all of it comes together and you're looking at this whole situation of uncertainty and unknowns dominating your existence. This can really impact how you approach your life, but I'm going to get more into that going forward here in this particular episode. But first, I want to talk about the choices that we can make with regards to our approach. You are going to have visceral reactions to things when they happen. When the unknown presents you with something you really didn't want, when you get a flat tire, when somebody hits your car, when you get dumped in a relationship you didn't expect to get dumped from, when your job is suddenly gone, when the thing you were planning just evaporates, what do you do? You might get angry, you might feel hurt, you might feel some bizarre combination of all of the above that just leaves you totally feeling lost. That's normal, that's natural, and believe me, your feelings and emotions here are valid. You are totally welcome to feel them. Do not feel anything wrong about it because it's not wrong. You feel what you feel. However, and this is where it gets a little more tricky, you can choose the next steps. You can choose your overall approach. When something bad happens that throws you off, you get to choose, is that going to be the rest of my day or can I shake it off and move on? Can I seek some positivity in a situation that's negative? Can I learn a lesson from this thing and take that going forward? Either way, the outcome's going to be unknown, but you get to choose what path you wish to take. And whatever you plan and desire to do, yeah, things are going to happen beyond your control, but you get to choose after the initial visceral reaction to whatever that might be, what comes next. How do you approach things? Which way do you look at life? Do you look at it as, well, that's just it, I give up? Or do you look at it as, well, that happened, Okay, what can I learn and what can I take from that? When it comes to any choices or decisions you're making about your life, choosing the approach you take is important. If you don't choose an approach and you just sort of go with it, well, are you actually driving the bus? Are you in charge of this life? Or is life living you? Whatever you do, choosing your approach matters to how life is going to unfold, or at least how you're going to handle life unfolding with all of its given unknowns around you. This brings me to the three primary ways to live your life. There are, of course, more than just these three, but in my experience and with my empirical evidence, having witnessed various people and things over the years, this is what I believe are the three primary ways people choose to live their lives. Right off the bat, they are let life live you, curl up in a ball and await death, get behind the wheel, and drive life. Let me go into this into a little more detail. Letting life live you is when you basically exist just via rote, routine, habit. You go about your day. You just do what's expected of you. You go with the flow. There are times this is perfectly great, but if you're finding yourself unsatisfied, this doesn't satisfy because you're not taking the control that is yours. Why? Because you're largely living subconsciously. You are letting other people's concepts move you, drive you. Instead of taking charge, instead of taking control, you're just letting life live you. 
again, there are times this is actually a perfectly valid choice. Sometimes it's just easier to take a break and let life live you. Either way, it's better than the choice to curl up in a ball and await death. This is not necessarily literal, though sometimes it is. These are the people who see nothing but the dark side of life. Everything is crap. Nothing you do matters. It doesn't matter what you choose, it's all going to collapse around your ears anyways. The world is doomed. Nothing I can do is going to matter, and blah, blah, blah. This is depressing when you get right down to it. And I get that sometimes it feels this way. Things happen that are utterly upsetting, and it's going to make it feel like I just want to curl up in a ball and give up. I, I, I can't anymore. That's not invalid. It's going to happen. You can't control when people you love die. It's just the nature of the beast. When an animal of yours passes away, it sucks. It doesn't feel good. When a job that you absolutely love evaporates, it's like, what? Of course you're going to feel like, well, what's the point? But... It's a choice, and some people make it their primary choice to just curl up in a ball and wait for death. I also consider those who spend their entire lives on their knees in prayer, waiting for an afterlife in this same boat. Because to be perfectly frank, that's not living. That's not experiencing what life has to offer. That is taking the wheel and driving life. It is taking control, and it is making choices and decisions to get behind the wheel and drive. You make choices for who you are, what you are doing, where, how, and why you are. You are doing things that may not be the norm, that might make other people kind of scratch their heads like, what are you doing? I I don't get it. And you're living not for anybody else, but for you. This is not selfish, okay? This is about choosing your life experience. Each and every one of us gets one shot at this life, and there is nobody in our lives living them but us. Yes, we share them with other people, but self-awareness is not just about self. Self Self-awareness is how you're better aware of others around you, because when you know yourself, guess what? You better know everybody else too. And by that I mean you have a better understanding of other people because you develop a greater sense of empathy when you develop a greater sense of self-awareness. When you are more empathetic towards yourself by being more self-aware, you also develop greater kindness and compassion for yourself, which you can then turn around and give back to the world at large. That's why this is not selfish. Choosing your own life experience can be really empowering, but it can also be deeply frustrating because people don't get you. And sometimes you don't get you because, hey, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Yep, it all comes down to the unknown. To be fair, everyone shifts between these three primary ways to live, and there are other ways that are going to occur that kind of sit somewhere between them or might be completely unique. But the point is, nobody's immune to this. Nobody can avoid sliding between these three ways to live, but you can choose your approach and whether or not you're going to do it from not bothering, taking control, or just letting it all expect to go bad. I mean, it's all about choice. Mindfulness and self-awareness of control in your approach to the unknown is how you can take control. Very little of what we have going on in the world around us is within our control. 
externally about the only thing you can really control is where you are, how you're dressed, how you wear your hair, and various other elements of yourself. You cannot control the weather where you are. You cannot control what anybody else in the room is doing with you. You can't control what's expected of you by other people. These things are not yours. What you do wholly control is your conscious awareness. You are the only one in your head, heart, and soul. What that means is you have ultimate control of your thoughts, feelings, actions, intentions, and ultimately your approach to life, the universe, and everything. That is gained by being consciously aware here and now, because this never works in the past and it cannot work in the future because, hey, guess what? We're back to the unknown because we're talking about the future. But in the here and now, which is the only time that's really, truly real and that we can genuinely be existing within, here and now, you can ask yourself what you're thinking, what and how you're feeling, what your intentions are, and what you are or aren't doing. If you don't like the answers, you can change them. This is what conscious awareness is all about. It's about looking at the subconscious beliefs, values, and habits of our lives and saying, are these what I desire to be, who I am, or are they not what I want to be or who I want to be? Are they against my desires? If they're not you or you don't desire for them to be you, guess what? You have the power to change them. Via mindfulness, you can take what you're thinking, feeling, intending, and acting upon and change it. If your approach to life is negative, if you're looking at the world and going, ugh, this is ridiculous, I just can't even, well, your approach is yours to choose. This isn't easy, okay? It's often really, really easy to just give in, let life live you, go with the rote routine and habit, and just let it go. And for some people, that might actually be perfectly okay. If you're completely content just existing, you go with your bad self. However, if like me, you desire to drive this life, to experience life for all that it is worth, for all that it can offer, then you're probably going to want to get behind the wheel and do what you can to take control. I maintain, and I'm going to keep expounding on, this idea that the meaning of life really is simply to live. What that means is that you experience what life has to offer. The good, the bad, the potential, the possibilities, the challenges, the frustrations. This is how the energetic beings that we are at our core experience life. These are our encounter suits. This is how we can interact with a physical world such as we live in and understand it, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We are complex beings, but our self-awareness is where and how we can begin to understand. And when we don't understand, it's how we can learn and grow, and experience the wonders that come of not understanding, because it's not always an awful thing. It's not just the world is terrible when we don't know what it's like. The unknown can be scary, the unknown can be amazing, and you can choose what that looks like to and for you. One last note, your feelings and emotions are valid. 
No matter what you feel, I'm not here to tell you that feeling bad, that feeling like the world is coming to an end, that feeling like everything hurts is invalid. It's not. You are going to feel what you're going to feel, and nobody but you can feel what you feel. But you can assume control of these things. You are not a victim unless you choose to be a victim of circumstance. I know for a lot of people that's very hard to accept because you've been told otherwise most of your life or you've had all these experiences telling you otherwise. But I'm here to tell you, you do have a choice. You can choose to apply mindfulness and do work to not be a victim, to choose to take new approaches. Because guess what? If other people can do it, so can you. It's not exclusive to people. Everybody is thus empowered. This is why I share self-awareness for everyone every week. Because my goal, my desire is to help more people become empowered and self-aware so that they can face the unknown without fear, but instead with excitement, so that we can live life to the fullest and really get the most out of this short experience we have in these bodies living this life in this time. I don't know about you, but I think that's incredibly cool. Okay, let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This tool is for recognizing your approach and changing it if necessary. To begin, please set aside five minutes at the start of your day to do this uninterrupted, and I mean pretty much at the very beginning of your day. Once you've set those five minutes and you've put yourself where you can be uninterrupted, take a full minute to do deep breathing. Focus wholly on your breaths in and out for that minute. Breathe in, breathe out. That's all you should do for a minute and focus wholly on that. Once that minute is over, ask yourself, and please write down both these questions and the answers, how do I feel right now? What am I feeling now? Is there anything I am anticipating that's coming up? Do I think today will be good, bad, or neutral? Once you've got these answers, you can define your current approach. Are you approaching the day from a place of positivity or negativity? Are you approaching from neutrality? Are you in control of your approach to the day or are you letting the day just happen around you? The next question is the most important. Does that suit you? If yes, carry on. You go with your bad self. Have a great day. Or have a day, whatever that looks like for you. But if it's not, if the answer is no, here's how you can take action to change it. Again, take several deep breaths in and out to center yourself and clear your mind. Focus on those breaths in and out a few times until you feel yourself start to relax. Then, write down these questions and the answers answering immediately as you ask them, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What do I desire? These mindfulness questions are going to help you be more self-aware and present here and now. With this conscious self-awareness, you can choose, if you're dissatisfied with the answers that this gave you, to take action to change them. This is probably one of the best ways you can face the unknown. But whatever you do, self-awareness always 
empowers you, and I mean always. Thank you for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjblehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjblehart, on TikTok at mjblehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey, the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment and visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, empathetic, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.